This is the Savvy Investor Radio Podcast with Mike Kinnett, a financial planner and estate planning attorney with a master's degree in taxation, and Ryan Herbert, financial and tax planner and six-time five-star wealth management award winner. Now, the Savvy Investor Podcast. Tools and solutions you need to have a great retirement. That's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome into the Savvy Investor Radio with Mike Kinnett. Ryan Herbert has the weekend off. My name is also Mike. We're going to talk about something that Mike Kinnett knows a lot about, and that is estate planning because he is also an estate planning attorney. That and much, much more. Mike Kinnett, welcome. How are you? Welcome to the weekend. Hey, happy weekend, huh? So retirement is confusing enough. There's a lot of misconceptions about it, but Forbes magazine says that there are other common myths, and that is estate planning. And that's something, Mike Kinnett, that you know a lot about you yourself being an estate planning attorney. Let's go over this, uh, these myths, and let's get right into it. This is going to be kind of rapid fire here. Uh, Myth number one, estate planning is only for the high net worth individual. That's absolutely true. As long as you're comfortable with the state deciding where all your stuff goes, only, only rich people need to take care of that. But if you want, if you, if you want to make the decision, if you want to say, you know, here's what I want to have happen to my things. I mean, if it's your house, if it's your investment accounts, if it's your collectibles at your house, I mean, whatever it is you own, mm-hmm. if you want it to go to the right person at the right time, then you need to have an estate plan. And an estate plan could be just a will. It could be as simple as a will. It could be as simple as just putting beneficiaries on all the right documents. I mean, think, think about this. You know, one of the, when everybody understands that you can put beneficiaries on your investment accounts mm-hmm. and on your savings account and on your life insurance, how about, how about putting a beneficiary on your house? How about that? We just avoided probate on everything. So estate planning is not just creating a will or creating a, a trust. It's making sure that all the assets that you own go to the right people as quickly and as efficiently as possible and as cost effective as possible. And because we're going to add as many ands to this as we can <laughs> and as tax efficient as possible. I mean, they just changed these rules on IRAs and 401ks and it's going to blow up so many plans for these people that have assets that they're leaving to their kids to the next generation. You have to have a plan. And like I said, an estate plan is not just, oh, do I need a will? Do I need a power mm-hmm. of attorney? An estate plan is looking at everything to make sure once I pass Everything goes as smoothly, as quickly as possible to the people that I care about and as tax efficient and cost effectively as I can. Going That's what an estate plan is. And I don't care I don't care how much money you have. I mean, I don't care if you're rich or poor. You need to have that in place. Going over the common myths of estate planning with Mike Kinnett, an estate planning attorney with a master's degree in taxation, by the way. Uh, we talked about myth number one, estate planning is only for the high net worth individual. We go on to myth number two now. Estate planning is only about distributing my assets after I'm gone. Mike? Again, I disagree. I mean, I think I think estate planning has to do with more than just what happens to my stuff. I mean, part of it is family heirlooms, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you want to pass down those memories, and and yes, you could say that's still part of my stuff. But I have a client, his his, and I always have to count it. It's it's his great 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 grandfather. Wow, played the bugle for uh, George Washington as you know as in his army. Wow, and so this bugle has been passed down to the first male child every generation. Well, he has daughters. So in his estate plan, he has to make sure that his this bugle goes to his nephew, but it also comes with basically a narrative. It comes with a history book of what happened. And, and he wanted to make sure that was so 
clear in the estate plan that to make sure that that book, that that history book of everybody mm-hmm. who's owned it along the ways, how it, you know, the, the pedigree, I think is what it's officially called, but how it actually transitioned from generation to generation. That's more than just, oh, here's my stuff. I mean, that's that's your family legacy. That's your your family history. Part of that is estate planning. And, 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 and you know, what about estate planning? It's not just when I'm dead. What about if you became incapacitated? You know, um, you know, I'm very fortunate. My wife's been a stay-home mom. We have a beautiful home. I have huge guards. I love to garden. We talk about my cooking and gardening on the show all mm-hmm. the time. My wife has a black thumb. She would absolutely <laughs> kill every plant on our property, but she can't sell that house. She can't sell that house without my permission because we own it together. It takes both of us. Mm-hmm. Well, estate planning covers those type of things. You know, what happens if you had to go into a nursing home? How's that going to suck up the value of your estate? That's part of estate planning. Estate planning is just not, here's what happened to my stuff when I die. It's so important, again, to sit down with professionals, make sure that your entire financial plan's working together, and estate planning is a crucial part of that. Myth number three of the common myths about estate planning. And I know the answer to this one, Mike, because we've worked together for a long time now. And I I asked you this very same question. Uh, Myth number three, uh, a will can oversee the distribution of my assets. Big mistake there? Well, the statement is correct, but I don't think it's necessarily the right way to go. I mean, a will, if you think about this, we know exactly what Michael Jackson owned because he has a will. Mm-hmm. We know exactly what Prince owns because he has a will. We know what Aretha Franklin, what a mess her estate is because mm-hmm. she had three or four wills. So yes, a will says this is what happens to my stuff. I don't know it's necessarily the most efficient way to do it. We certainly try to avoid probate to the extent possible. But the fact is, is that there are times, there are times when you want to make sure that you have things set up in such a fashion that perhaps, just perhaps, you do not want your estate going through the probate process. You do not want to have the will control everything. Sometimes it makes sense to have a trust control everything. Mm -hmm. You know, I... I tell the story about the $250,000 cheeseburger. You know, (laughs) mom was married, second marriage, great marriage. They were were together for, gosh, I I guess probably close to 25 years. She died unexpectedly. She left everything to her daughter, which was fine with the husband, the surviving husband. It was Mm -hmm. absolutely fine. The surviving daughter evidently held a grudge the whole time, never liked this guy, wanted him out of the house immediately. Well, mom's intent was always to allow him to live into the house and transition out. Had she put that in a trust that, hey, I want my husband to live in this house, and when he's ready to move out, as long as he's paying the, you know, the repairs and the cost of living there— I want him to be able to take time. She wanted him out in 30 days. Wow. It's absolutely crazy. So a trust could have facilitated that. You know, in my own situation, when I was writing my, my father-in-law's documents, you know, he wanted to make sure money stayed in his bloodline. He didn't want it coming to me. I'm not related to him. I mean, I'm related by marriage, but I'm not his blood. So when he passes away, all his money has been held in trust. It goes to his wife and then it goes to his children and then to his grandchildren, but it never leaves the family tree. And mm-hmm. that's not what happens typically with a will. So yeah, yeah, a will does control your assets, but maybe not the way you think it does. So a big mistake there that we're uh, making. And again, these are questions that that you may have and perhaps need answers to. And that's why Mike Kinnett is here. He's an estate planning attorney. That's why we're going over this stuff right now, uh, which brings us to myth number four. And this is a big one uh, because whether we get uh, an estate plan or a, a will, 
or a financial plan, whatever the case is, we tend to, to, to get it and then we put it in the drawer and kind of forget yeah. about it. So myth number it four it, right? <laughs> is once uh, I put a plan in place, I don't need to revisit later. Yeah, that's like, you know, I went to a doctor when I was 18 years old, got a physical, never need to go back again, right? I mean, obviously, that's, 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 <laughs> that's, that's a great analogy, wrong, man. <laughs> yeah, that's wrong information. That's wrong information. Your life changes. Things change. I mean, in Maryland, for example, they changed the power of attorney laws in 2010. So just like going to the doctors every year should be part of your taking care of your health through retirement, mm-hmm. so too should be reviewing your state and financial plan. Now, I'm not saying you need to change it every year, but you need to review it. I mean, think about it from this perspective. These companies that you have your 401ks with or your retirement accounts or your investment accounts, right? Do you think their computers ever get upgraded? Do you think things ever get lost? You know, do you think that when T. Rowe Price or Fidelity or Vanguard, whomever it is, updated documents, you don't think perhaps information gets misplaced sometimes? Absolutely. You don't think things get deleted inadvertently sometimes? Absolutely. You want to review your state documents on a regular basis, we sit down with our clients every year and talk about, has anything changed? We do a, a beneficiary re- review. Mm-hmm. You know, you open up new accounts and you don't even think about it sometimes because, you know, I just opened up a new CD at the bank and I got a great rate. Or I just opened up a new money market account online and got a great rate. Well, did you put beneficiaries on it? Oh my gosh, I forgot. Those things happen. We're so busy living life that sometimes we forget about the, the details that can make a huge difference. And what I want to point out is, you know, I, I, we tell people to call, to come in and see us all the time, to have a financial plan, to to get their documents reviewed, to make sure they're on the right track. And, and think about this for just a minute. It always baffles me. How can you get financial advice? How can you take financial advice from somebody who does not understand the big picture? If they don't understand what the tax implications are of putting you into an annuity or taking money out of an IRA or converting to a Roth or how that money is going to pass to the next generation, if they don't understand the tax implications, how can they possibly be qualified to give you advice? If they don't understand the estate planning, if they don't understand how a life estate deed works or what Medicaid planning is or how you're going to structure your assets to take advantage of those things, how can they be giving you financial advice for your future? I mean, yeah, sure, buy the stock or buy that mutual fund. It's a good investment, but it certainly is not a plan. It's piecemeal. It's, it's not looking at the big picture. If they don't understand all those pieces to make sure everything is working together to make sure that you have the retirement that you envision and that those assets are going to the right people, most efficient as possible, tax efficient as possible, as quick as possible. That all comes by having a sound financial plan. Give us a call, 866-597-1040, 866-597-1040. Mike Kinnett, you are not only an asset to us here on the radio informing us, but also to your clients as well. All-around good guy, financial planner, estate planning attorney with a master's degree in taxation, and a very great gardener and an exceptional chef. An all-around good guy, of course. But did I say that already? Uh, But you could never say it too often. (laughs) Hey, thanks again for your time, uh, Mike. Uh, As always, you get the final word. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you, the Savvy Investor, next week. Thanks for listening to the Savvy Investor Radio Podcast, brought to you by ProStatus Financial. For more info on Mike and Ryan, to schedule a consultation or upcoming workshop and radio showtimes, go to thesavvyinvestortv.com.
Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Mike Kinnett and Ryan Herbert are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products. Insurance licensed in Maryland.